I had a Talmud, and he was fascinating, wonderful, wonderful fellow. He was in his freshman year of college, and he got introduced to Yiddishkeit, and he took to it like a fish in water. Uh, fell in love with Yiddishkeit, and even though he had a scholarship to attend the university that he was in, and he's a very serious student, he ultimately gave up that scholarship, deferred it for a year, and went off to Yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael. Stayed there for a year, liked it so much, he told his parents, I want to go back for a second year. And the problem is he was going to lose his scholarship, and his parents were not people of means. But his parents said, look, if this is what you want, this is what we'll do. And he went back for a second year. His parents were klal uklal, not from. His father was an Israeli, but no shaykhis bachlal to Yiddishkeit. The only thing he did is he named his sons Israeli names. But other than that, that was, that was, all, that was their whole shaykhis to Yiddishkeit, nothing else. But his parents were fairly supportive of him. And he went, to college, he went back to Yeshua for a second year, and then ultimately he came back, went back to college, and he finished up his degree, and we were very, very close with him. He lived in my house for a while. And ultimately, my wife and I introduced him to his kala. Before they got engaged, I had asked him about his parents, but he never said much, and I never had an opportunity to meet with them. They were not interested. But I said to him, you know, before you're going to get engaged, I think it would be very wise. Actually, I think it was my wife who said it, because she is way smarter than I am and way more ahead of the game on these things. So we said, I think it would be very wise before you're going to go again. She was getting engaged to a girl who was an FFB from, from birth, you know, and she had a family, she had mishpacha, she had friends, she went to Beis Yaakov. She was a regular girl. And he's going to come get engaged to her. And his parents are going to be there. They're not going to have any idea of what's hitting them. Forget about enjoying it. They're going to feel out of place. They're going to feel uncomfortable. They'll be worried about what they're doing. And I didn't want that. So my wife said, bring your parents here one night. My husband and I will sit with them. And we're going to just give them an, an, an overview of what to expect and what's appropriate and what they should do. So this way they'll have an idea beforehand and they'll be comfortable at the L'chaim and then at the Vart and then at the Chasana and the whole process. Okay, great. So his parents agreed to come. And they came and we schmoozed and we gave them the whole rundown. Excellent. Went over great. I asked his father then. His father's name was Shalom. And I asked his father and I took the opportunity and I said, Shalom, you know, I have a question for you. I really don't understand something. Anytime I have a hand in helping somebody come back to Yiddishkeit, I, I very, very, very rarely do I get much positive support from the parents. I've often gotten very negative feedback from the parents. I've often gotten a lot of pushback, but I've never gotten any support. And I said, I, I'm amazed at you. Why were you so supportive of your son? Why were you so... It seems like you don't even mind it. Like, you don't mind that he became orthodox and he can't even eat in your house anymore? It doesn't bother you? He says to me, hmm, no, nah, I don't really care. He says, I, I want to tell you something. He says, I grew up in Israel. I grew up on a kibbutz. The kibbutz I grew up on was the most virulently anti-religious. It belonged to that faction, the Shomer Hatzair. Shomer Hatzair was virulently anti-religious. You know, they would have they would have chaza parties on Yom Kippur. So they did terrible affairs. So he said to me, he said, we had no religion whatsoever on the kibbutz. He said, there was one guy on my kibbutz who was a Shomer Shabbos. And... He, we had no minion, we had no shul, we had no nothing. He said every Shabbos, he would walk many miles. I think he told me five miles. He would walk five miles to a neighboring kibbutz where they had a shul so he could daven with a minyan. He said, it happens to be that on the entire kibbutz, 
he was far and away the nicest guy on the kibbutz. So when I when my son told me that he wants to become a Shomer Shabbat, I said, what's the worst that's going to be? He's going to be nice like that guy? Okay, I, I can handle having a nice kid like that guy. So no problem. So why should I get in his way if he wants to be a Shomer Shabbat? No. I listened to the story. I could have fallen off my chair and fainted. You're talking about this must have happened, judging by his father. You're talking about somewhere in the mid-50s. Okay, somewhere in the mid 1950s, this took place, and 50 years later, now this boy is getting engaged, and he's able to be a shomer shabbos, a shomer from somebody who lived on a shomer hatzair kibbutz. So I can't imagine he was, you know, I can't imagine he was a punter bezer. Let's just put it that way, because I don't know what he was doing on that kibbutz. So it's hard to believe he was anything too too Haredi, we'll say. But he was a Shemitah Mitzvah. But he was a Shemitah Shabbos. And as a Shemitah Shabbos, he set a positive example because he was nice to people. And as a result of that, what was the Toitzah of that? What were the parents of that? The parents of that were that 50 years later, this boy could become a Shemitah Mitzvah. And this boy is not just a Shemitah Mitzvah today. He is from one of the most Erlich, beautiful, beautiful Balabatim that I know. Raising a family, I don't like to count, but I think at this point it's six children, Kanaina Hara, all in the yeshivas and in Beis Yaakovs, and he has many star a day and all of that. Why? Because a Shomer Shabbos was also a nice guy. And that's what you're able to accomplish. That's what you can accomplish. That's, you know, you're not just making a Kiddush Hashem, but you can accomplish incredible things.